Hello, everyone. How are you? Oh, you know, living the dream, living the dream. You know, I would say living the good life, but. Why life can't be good to you? No, no, because when I said, you know, the Kanye song. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the good life. That popped up in my head. So I was like, Mm. I don't know if I am living the good life. That's good. That's good. Well, I already said your name. But I'm Ashley. And I'm going to say my name again. It's Tania. Because people still get it wrong. <laughs> they sure do. They sure do. We were watching something yesterday. Oh, Real Housewives. We were catching up. And one of Robin's friends' name was Tania. Not spelled the same way. Of I course. I was like, aw, mm-hmm. look at Tania. It was T-A-N-I-A. But yeah. anyway. Right, honestly, that could go both ways. Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed Tania for the spelling, but anywho, you're listening to another episode of QID. Episode that's going to explain to you why content creators are going to take over the wedding industry like today. So I have a question for you. Something I read online. A question for me? You know, I I saw something online. I I, got to get your take on this. How you would feel. All right. Okay. Okay. So this person, let's call her Malika. Malika has been dating her boyfriend for some time. In 2022, they went to several of his friends' weddings and... In 2023, they have been invited to five weddings this year, and some of them are out of the country. And all of these invitations are basically her boyfriend's plus one. Let's call her boyfriend Darius. So is Darius and Malika. So she wants the, you know, she knows these people. She's really excited because, you know, like going to weddings can be just fun. And plus, like, you're going to like a destination wedding. But she's like, how am I pay for this? Because paying for, you know, the clothes that you're going to wear, getting your hair done, buying your ticket or getting a rental car, then the hotel, then the gift. And it's like, she wants to tell her boyfriend, you know, she wants to tell Darius, like, can you help me out? Cause this is expensive. And like, she had already kind of set the goals and like the finances for the year for her, but she kind of feels like all of her, not all of her expenses, but like a lot of this is like all around, like just going to his friend's weddings. And she hasn't like taken him to any of like her friend's weddings, They visit her family like twice a year, but that's pretty much it. So like pretty much these are the more expensive trips that they go on. And even like when they fly to see her family, her parents like help pay for it. So, and of course they don't have to pay for a hotel. So like, she's kind of like, what should I do? Like, should I ask him to kind of help me with paying for some of this? Or like, should I just be grateful that, you know, I'm being invited to these weddings or should I just like, like, what should she do? Should she tell him like, look, I can't come to all this because I can't afford it or you got to pay for it. Or like, what would you do if you were in that situation? You already know what I'm going to say, to be honest. 
these are all his friends and the fact that she paid for majority of the trips last year, mm-hmm. I really feel like she probably needs to have this conversation with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and relationships communication is key. I think I she paid know. for at least her way. Like, I think they went oh, Dutch. her way. Mm-hmm. The only oh. trip that, like, so they will go see her family twice a year, but her family will help chip in for the flight. So he doesn't even really have to, like, pay for that. That's the only thing they do that's, like, her side. Everything else is, like, going to weddings on his side. But it seems, me reading between the line, Malika and Darius go Dutch. You know what? If she likes it, I love it. <laughs> I knew you were about to say that. <laughs> like, you know what? Y'all got it. Yeah. <laughs> I mm I I am not going to judge anyone on how they operate in their relationships and what they do as far as like their money because yeah. how my husband and I may do it is probably not how you and your husband do it. So yeah. you know, if they like it, I love it. She don't like it though. That's why she wrote in. <laughs> she need help. I'm gonna still say the same thing. A conversation needs to be had and they need to budget. And so need to talk about what he can afford and what he can't afford. And honestly, they may not be able to go to all the weddings. And yeah. I understand that those are all his friends and, you know, his friends want him there. But mm-hmm. if it's not in the budget, maybe it's not in the budget. Yeah. So they need to have a conversation for one and choose which wedding we are going to and which wedding we are not. You're going to have to prioritize the weddings you do go to and the weddings you don't go to. And I don't know if it's everybody's situation like that but i feel like men be real loose and fast sometimes with who they call their friends so like it's yeah someone you were cool with back in the day but that's but how many times do y'all talk and it's mostly through instagram like that's not your friend friend it's your acquaintance and that's okay like Sometimes you get the invitation to one of those acquaintances birthdays or weddings or event and maybe you go maybe you don't so prioritize like who it is if that if he wants you there he's going to have to help pay for you to be there he's going to have to cover it but i wouldn't put that on me like these are your friends these are your relationships and she wasn't even stressing like that part you know like she wants to be able to go but it's just like financially it just doesn't make sense if that's the case something's got to give and he'll be all right and if he's not you'll learn something else please remember friends family hubus if y'all have any questions y'all want us to discuss please 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 send them our way speak now or forever hold your peace you can find the link to do so in our bio and there you can leave us a voice note or you could just respond to a question and we're gonna also ask you questions that you can respond to through there just a quick reminder So like I said last week, we are going to start reading your reviews on these episodes. And if you leave us a review and you hear your review being read out loud, please hit us up, email us or DM us and let us know and we'll send you something to thank you for your time. So I want to read y'all a review, a five-star review we got recently from put me in coach. (laughs) It's a, I got married in May 21 and really enjoyed planning my wedding, which was challenging living in Texas and getting married in Ohio. 
am currently helping my neighbor plan her wedding and discovered this podcast. I really enjoy the dialogue, especially this or that, as I am interested in starting a wedding planning business. This podcast introduced me to new perspectives and provides insights on the challenges of joining the industry. Thank you so much. Put me in coach. Let us know once your wedding planning business is up and running. You know, we'll definitely show you some love. But thank you for that really, really sweet review. Again, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. So we appreciate it. So now we're going to dive into the episode. Today we'll be talking about content creation. I was not on this episode this go round. However, Ashley held it down as usual. So you all will enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. We have a very, very special guest with us today. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you, Ashley. My name is Chip Dazard. I'm out of Washington, D.C. area, photographer, content creator, I do video as well. So I'm glad to be here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. So excited to have you. This is a topic that I've been wanting to kind of talk about for at least like a month and a half or so. So really excited to have you on, especially because you have been in the industry for a minute. How long have you been in the industry for the folks that don't know? <laughs> well, I've been doing it unofficially, you know, probably <laughs> since <laughs> I'm dating myself, but at least I started doing weddings in like 2007 and 2008. Ooh. So that's been a pretty a while ago. And then 2010 is when I did my first like wedding that got me in, in the, uh, a little notoriety in the DMV area. But And then I kind of really started to organize my business in 2015 because I was like for four, you know, you know, four or five years, I was just out in the wilderness, didn't know what I was doing. And then I said, let me go ahead and try to organize this thing. And I've been a uh, full time since 2015, actually. So I've been doing this a while, not a terribly long time, but enough yeah. time that, you know, yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff, <laughs> see a lot of shifts, <laughs> exactly. not, 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 not so many, but I see a lot of shifts, a lot of couples, a lot of stuff. So, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate to, to still work in the industry. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like you are one of those like veterans, like the, like in a good way, meaning <laughs> one of the go-to names, like when you think of uh, wedding photography, especially within like black weddings, it's only a handful, but definitely your name is one that comes up a lot. So you've I'm carved grateful. that space for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm grateful. I never would have thought that when I started this, I started it as uh, as a friend, as for a friend, just doing a favor for him. And then I never expected to build a business and a, any kind of career off of it. I think most photographers you talk to, especially that's in the wedding space, they mm -hmm. fall into it. They don't go to college and they don't go, oh, I want to do weddings. You know, <laughs> at least the guys, at least the guys, the, the ladies may, some of them, but the guys are like, we fall into it. Someone asks us to do it. And then we just said, hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely working out for you and your work is beautiful and you're an educator, meaning yeah. you're helping these, you know, the folks come up so that they can be as successful as you like. And it's more sometimes than just photography. It's the business side as well. So all of those reasons were really why I was very excited to talk to you about this, because 
like the thought of content creation and all of that is I feel like somewhat new. So you can, there are some that are more, I guess, kind of drawn to it, but I'm like, I want to talk about this with someone who's seen like various ebbs and flows and trends and, you know, cycles through uh, the wedding space and just, you know, really have that kind of conversation. So super, super excited. So we'll um, transition into this or that, which is a game we play every single week on the show where you pick between one option or the other and explain why. And because you're our guest, you will go first. <laughs> okay. But four quick rounds, nothing too intense, but think about this first one from the perspective of you're planning your own wedding which would you prefer to splurge on? A wedding stylist or a stationer? Mm, wow. I'm going with a stylist. Mm, <laughs> I'm okay. going, and I'm going with a stylist because I think that V and, and, you know, I'll give this a little bit away. I am probably going to be planning a wedding really soon with Ooh. my soon to be fiance. So that's a whole nother thing Ooh. when this airs. So. <laughs> she knows it's coming in, in, in 2024, but it's, it's a whole other story. But okay. I would do a stylist. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I'm saying this on a podcast, right? Uh, <laughs> <Congratulations>. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I'm not only a vendor, I'm going to be a, a client too, right? right. So, uh, uh, but I would do a stylist because I think that's important. I love stationery and I think it's important, but I think that. Um, you know, being in the visual imagery and yeah. into that, I just, I would, I would, I would go with the stylist. You gotta look good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love stationary and I love my stationary people, but I just, yeah, if I had this or that, <laughs> stylist is what I got. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I would probably say the exact same thing for the exact mm -hmm. same reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, so round two. When it comes to weddings, and this has been kind of a topic I've seen pop up in a few of these like trend articles, but are you pro-wedding hashtag or anti-wedding hashtag? Wow. So now, <laughs> so you got to be thinking like, what do I really want? See, I, I, you asked me this maybe a year ago, I would have a totally different answer. Now, <laughs> Ashley, you got to give the answer. I would just say pro-wedding hashtag so I can yeah. see everything and, and curate everything content creator. So I'm going with the pro pro wedding hashtag. I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I keep seeing these uh, articles that are like the wedding hashtag is dead. We're not doing it anymore. And I'm like, yes, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're, we're still doing it. We are. we are. We are. There was a friend of mine. We were looking at for somebody's wedding on Instagram. It was over a friend's house doing it over Christmas holidays. And we couldn't remember that where the pictures were, but we searched the hashtag and the hashtag. Of course, other people had it but we saw right. the pictures from like 2019 exactly. right you know <laughs> it was crazy <laughs> so pro wedding hashtag let's go let's go <laughs> let's make it easy too, to exactly. spell and not like numbers or anything like that it's or stuff that's super concrete yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> something i should be able to remember and just type it exactly the right way <laughs> mm -hmm. all right so round three would you say for like having a wedding content creator? So would you make someone in the wedding party, the content creator or make a wedding guest? If you're not, 
you know, using a professional? I would go probably a wedding guest that way. I want my wedding party people to focus, you know, Mm. and to be part of the thing. (laughs) (laughs) If I didn't hire somebody, I would have a wedding guest because that way they feel very important, very valued, and they would really do it. And some of my friends who are guests, if I gave them a phone, I gave them the ability to do that at my wedding, they would be like, oh, my God, yes. And they would, you know really go overboard on it probably so yeah i would just use a guest right now that's a good idea that's a good idea i i think i would do the same like yeah someone that you can even come a little early if you want to get some of the behind the scenes stuff but yeah yeah let let these girls focus let the let the wedding party focus. yeah yeah that's what i say too just let them focus let them focus it's enough going on Right, exactly. Okay, so final round. And this is based off two kind of popular videos that I've seen. But what do you think is the better one? So the Freakum dress one, where it's like as she's getting ready. Um, and then the Cuff It Challenge, which you you know the Cuff It oh, Challenge. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, right about now, Ashley, I'm... <laughs> Oh man, I'm just—I'm tired. I'm cuffed out. So I think at the time of this recording, I'm—I'm just—you know—it's 2023 now. If I had to move, I'm just going to go with the freaking dress because yeah, yeah, cuff it. I love it, but I'm tired of seeing the same thing a lot. I I don't know. I'm just tired of that. The freaking dress was good too, but I think that it took more. Cuff it is easier because people is easy not easier dance and then. They got other people involved in it. Right. Freakum dress, did they have other people involved in it really? Not really. Not it's just really. like mostly the bride just bride. through the different stages of getting yeah. ready. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of her and makeup artists. And I mm-hmm. saw that a lot too. But I think that, you know, we saw the cuff it. We're cuffed out. So <laughs> I agree. As someone yeah. who was drawn to that song off Renaissance more than the others, I'm like, Y'all are almost ruining this song for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all we can think about when we hear it now. Yeah. That's all. Um, yeah. That's all we can think about. So, And some folks can't hit the beat, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so they're, yeah. they're kind of, <laughs> they're doing a lot of movement. It's it's yeah. not, they're, yeah, yeah. They're on the twos and fours mm-hmm. instead of the ones and threes. It's, it's the whole yeah. I'm going to date myself, Ashley. You remember uh, there was a big, there's always wedding challenges, but there's a challenge back in either 2015 or 2016. I can't remember, but it was um, my boo. Remember my boo challenge? And they did the running man. Yeah. 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 That one, that one was, I filmed so many weddings doing that. One of them even got in essence on my Instagram years ago. So if there's challenges, I've seen them. I've, I've, I filmed them. I don't think I've done. I've seen, I've seen a lot. <laughs> I've seen a lot. That was, I, I'm dating myself, but that had to be circa 2016, 2015, uh-huh. my boo, when they uh-huh. did the little running thing. So yeah. Oh I've my seen, gosh. And there are more challenges to come. I'm quite sure. Now that TikTok is here and it exploded. Exactly. But, uh, but, but back then it was no TikTok, but it was uh, still challenges. <laughs> That's hilarious. Cause I didn't even think about it from the perspective of like, Okay, photographers and videographers, and even I, I would imagine probably like planners that are at these weddings that see the same, like, all right, oh, we want to do. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, all right, go. Exactly. Make sure to just include the, you know, DJs are like, let, yeah, me, yeah. let me throw this song on the list because I already know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
Exactly. So people don't think that 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 when I'm with people, you, we can go to like maybe 25, 30 weddings a year. And most yeah. people who are guests maybe go to one wedding. I, actually, I went to two weddings as a guest last year. And I'll go to two this year. But mm-hmm. prior to that, I didn't go to many weddings as a guest. I really didn't. I probably went at least five, six years and mm-hmm. I didn't go to any weddings as a guest just because just in my age bracket, people weren't getting married. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to remarriages. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm doing yeah. different things now. So, and then some people just get married for the first time. So, mm-hmm. so just experience being a wedding guest is experience for me. And I like it. And I sit yeah. down and I don't have any camera and I sit down and I enjoy myself. You get to really be there as a, yes. a, a true guest. Yes. I, I love do. that. <laughs> I love that. Well, like I mentioned before, I'm excited for us to have this conversation. The content creator is something that has been just so interesting to watch for us. And with you, I do. We joined TikTok probably back in 2020, but didn't really do much. It was one of those things where it's like, that's for the kids. You know, we're not on TikTok because on Instagram, there's certain types of content you know, every platform has its own respective audience, group of people, the type of stuff they're pushing out. Um, but once we got on TikTok and start noticing, okay, there is a whole world over here. Like there's a whole community of people that are planning their weddings. There are a lot of folks that are, after they're done planning their weddings, they're, they still have that energy from it. And they've learned from their own weddings. And they're like, oh, well, we want to be able to do this provide this as a service to another bride but as reels are becoming prioritized on instagram and just video content overall we're just seeing more of an uptick in video content just like overall so of course this would heavily be influenced and seep into the wedding industry as well so um just to kind of get started what was kind of like the first thing or the first, maybe it's the first content creator or the first thing that kind of triggered it for you to see that like, oh, this is about to be a trend that is about to like take off. Yeah. Well, actually I was thinking about, I'm giving some historical context because I have to go back because when I first started the wedding industry in 2008, 2007, Mm -hmm. I was doing more video and it Mm -hmm. was a hard fight to get anybody to book videographers. It just was people didn't book in 2005, six, seven, eight. And if you did book a videographer, it was not the cinematic kind. It was like the videographer, like in my wedding, I was married uh, uh, prior and mm-hmm. I got married in 2001. And the video with my wedding is just a guy stationary with a big camera, yeah. a VHS tape. So I'm just dating myself, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just being real. That's a video that we were used to. So when I got mm-hmm. into the video, I, I said, you know, if I'm going to get into weddings, I'm going to try to go, um, the path of least resistance. So I got into maybe video. I said, I'll morph into photos a little bit later because everybody was a photographer and everybody did photos. And I was like, not everybody's doing video. Then cinematic video came out. Still people didn't want to book video. Still people were skeptical about it. Mm-hmm. Then about 2018, more people started getting into video. I'm at your, at your wedding. I'm quite sure you you book videographer, correct? Sure did. Correct. Was there ever a choice for you not to book a videographer? Absolutely it was, not. Okay. Okay. So I want to say around 2018. That's mm-hmm. when there was a watershed moment. I saw. I saw it from 2010 to 2015. It was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, videographers. I mentored videographers. I talked about, and they never did that. Now 
we're seeing now in the wedding industry. And before I'm going to answer your question, but I'll just give you some context here. And now I'm seeing that people now want to book video and photo together as a package. Mm. I'm seeing that a lot. They want a photographer. They want to deal with one vendor and sometimes even a photo booth. They mm. want a 360 with that. People yeah. are now wanting packages. So what I'm saying, when I saw the content creation coming now, this is just another morph of the industry. So what I tell mm. people and what I tell mentees is that if you don't change with the times, you will be pretty much extinct. Okay. Because it just, it, it changes. It, it just changes. People didn't want video because it was an expense they didn't want. Plus the videos look bad. Then yeah. once people got cinematic video, once YouTube became popular, now mm -hmm. we have TikTok and vertical video. I never, I used to be so against vertical video. I was so against it. <laughs> I hated it. But now I see it. It makes sense now. Mm -hmm. But I change with the time. So content creation, in my opinion, is just another morph of the industry. And I think going forward in 2023 and beyond, this is something that, that again, comes with resistance from a lot of vendors. Some people don't like it. Right. I'm in favor of it because I know there's a business aspect to it and it can provide for someone's livelihood. And I'm all about, especially uh, black businesses or any businesses that if that can provide for your livelihood, and yeah. if you can get a piece of that uh, billion dollar industry in the wedding business, go, go for it. So I see it as a natural progression. I mean, it was genius when I saw that. And I said, you know what? These are teenagers now that are going to have, instead of having, I hate to say this, but stationary, they're going to put in their budget a content creator. You know, sure. they're going to cut, they may cut something else out. I don't know. But, or add to it. We, we right. just don't know. Because like I said, like how video was cut out. Um, um, if we go to our parents or our grandparents' weddings, they didn't have video in their wedding. You know what right. I mean? Let's just let's just go back. My parents got married in the sixties, and of course they have video, but they have an album, right? Right. They <laughs> and definitely and if have they the did have, yeah, if they did have video, it would be on some kind of tape. I don't even know what they had in the sixties for video. But I'm just saying, right. technology increases, knowledge increases. We have to move with those times. I agree a hundred percent. I'm like, I remember. Mm, let's say last spring, last summer, seeing a few vendors kind of complain about their brides coming to them with something they saw off TikTok. And I'm like, I get it for a certain, like to an extent, but also I feel like this is what it is now. So you just kind of need to get over it in a sense, like, because, and I think and I wonder what have you seen or kind of like, what are your thoughts around this? Where I feel as if, because especially the content creator brides or, you know, like the, the girls that have been navigating their entire experience through say a TikTok or maybe they're documenting it on Instagram or YouTube, but for the people that have been kind of using this as a diary and then also as a community, they're getting information, they're getting inspiration, they're, you know, seeing that, oh, someone whose wedding is like two months before mine is doing this. I didn't think about that. Let me go back to my vendor and see, can I do this or can we add this? And I'm seeing some planners specifically and even some vendors overall are like, no, I'm the authority. I know this space. So like, don't come to me with this stuff that you've seen online. And that to me is like, 
ah, that's just not the right attitude. So I'm wondering, like, have you seen anything like that? Or how have you noticed like vendors adapting to this? Yeah. So, wow, that's a great question. I I, I think that a few things Mm -hmm. vendors are hmm, uh, and I could talk from just the photographers and videographer standpoint, I can't talk on planners or yeah. other caterers or anything like that. Yeah. But sometimes that, um, and I'm part of the, I'm part of the, that, that tribe too. So sometimes a lot of us complain about things that we cannot control. And um, if people are going to give us a Pinterest board, you know, that some people say, well, we don't do shot lists. I, I'm the expert. I know the shots and I get that. I give a shot list. I just, if that makes my bride feel comfortable you know, do I go by the shot list? Of course I can. But if somebody takes the time to fill that out, that's what I'm going to give. If they take the time to go on TikTok to do that. So I see both sides of the spectrum where people, we, they do complain about it. But I think it's here. It's like Pinterest. You're going to go on Pinterest. Uh, at least some people still do to plan their wedding. Now go on TikTok. Right. And if that bride or groom, because we talk about, you know, brides and grooms here. Mm-hmm. And if they are not, if, the, if they're doing that, they may not be your ideal client. What I mean by that is yeah. that that if if you don't want someone to, you know, there's some people that you got to get inspiration from somewhere and people see things. Yeah. Uh, that's how we get booked. I mean, people see my right. work or they hear of me word of mouth and then they they look on your website and then they fill out an inquiry form. A form. There's some very popular photographer friends of mine that can do no social media advertising, no paid ads because he or she's social media is so tight and TikToks and Instagram reels yeah. that they use that as, as inspiration. So it could be a little ego thing. So if X person bride or groom sends me, you know, John Smith's photography stuff that they want like that. And that's happened to me before, mm-hmm. but I'm quite sure someone has said some of my work to somebody else. So right. our ego can't get involved in it. Um, you know, you won't be always the first choice. You always won't be the second choice. But as long as you are a choice and you're getting business, yeah. it doesn't matter. And I think that we have to, as vendors, we have to put our ego down and say, this is the way of the world mm-hmm. or figure out something else to do because it's it's here. It's here. I mean, my primary market is not a bride that may not send me stuff on TikTok, but guess what? Their daughters, because I deal with more 40 and over brides now. That's just my market because mm-hmm. that's, I know, but I know my customer. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I deal, yeah. I deal with second marriages. I do that very well. I deal with small, intimate weddings. So mm-hmm. I know that I'm not going to deal with somebody who's 25, somebody yeah. who's 28, like I used to deal with. I, but I understand that market. But mm-hmm. somebody who's 50 getting married or second marriage, they may have a daughter that's 25, yeah. right? And the daughter may look on TikTok to send the mom some inspiration. Exactly. But I, I get that. But for me, vendors have to know their market, know who they're serving, and then move accordingly. Exactly that. I think back to even just people I know who's uh, gotten married for like a second time or gotten married a little bit older. And uh, yeah, a lot of their inspiration, a lot of the stuff that they saw or wanted to do came from like their nieces or their children or, you know, people seeing this. Uh, I was on Twitter the other day and I saw that someone said, she's not getting married, but her sister is. So her TikTok is just full of wedding content, even mm-hmm. though that has nothing to do with her life. And it's like, you probably looked up bridesmaids dresses or, you know, 
bachelorette destination, mm-hmm. whatever. And then now the algorithm has all this yeah. content being served up to you. So for sure, yeah. for sure. And people love looking for things. Think about it. Everybody loves to be the plug, right? Ashley, yeah. especially, and you've been, you had a wedding. So your mm-hmm. bridesmaids, I just did a, a wedding shower, not a bridal shower. We call them wedding showers now, right? It was yeah. co-ed. And just this past weekend, I did one. And the maid of honor, and this is a um, either a second marriage, older couple, they're over 40, I, I'm quite sure they have some mm-hmm. grown children, some other stuff, but a wedding shower. But the maid of honor took a lot of pride for a wedding shower. She texted me, called me, they had a shot list, because some people say, oh my gosh, she had a shot list for a wedding shower? Oh, that's just doing the most, that's just doing the most. But guess what? Yeah. That's what they wanted. And I yeah. was grateful because with a shot list, I know exactly what they want. I went exactly down that list and right. I got video and photos of everything they wanted. Mm-hmm. So, and did they send me some stuff for TikTok? No, but she had exactly what she wanted. And I think people know what they want in this day and age. And you have to deliver and over deliver for people. So back in the day, you can try to get away with some stuff. But now people mm-hmm. have in their head what they want, the style um, I mean, you get hired as vendors for different styles you do, yeah. different things you don't do, and right. don't get hired for stuff that you don't do. Exactly. And I noticed even just the content that we put out on Who I Do, like for TikTok, some of that stuff is the, like are the videos that do really, really well. Like after my wedding, so I got married in 2020 downstairs, but we had our vow renewal November 21. And that was the wedding we really wanted. And so um, I think I posted a vi- like a picture once and someone asked about our shot list. And because I was helping Tania out because she was in this process herself, um, I just posted a video that was like, this is my shot list. These are the, you know, shots that I asked and we were able to get it. And I'm seeing that this is the video that a lot of people are bookmarking. And a lot of people are like, you know, coming back to, and it's like, because it's helpful. Either, yeah. You have folks that are like, it's helpful. I didn't think about this. I need a shot list or I didn't think about that shot because also just kind of explaining like, this is a shot that I got or even afterwards, like, dang, these are shots. I kind of wish I would have gotten, but I'm That's telling it. you just you so you don't, yeah. So you don't make the same mistakes Correct. I did. And people are like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Cause yeah. that's yeah. just another thing that you're not thinking about in all the micro assignments and projects you got to do to plan a wedding, preparing your mm-hmm. shot list. And I was grateful that my photographer sent me a questionnaire in advance. That's like, Hey, which, you know, what shots do you want? But not everybody does that. They don't do that. And I thought that was something everybody did. No, because a lot of photographers, you remember, there's there's a song. Remember that song, Tyrone, uh, uh, by Erica Badu (laughs) said, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my, you know what? You know what I mean? So a lot of us are sensitive. And as an artiste, I'm the artistic type, because like I said, it's subjective. Photography, videography is art. If I give you a shot list, that means I'm a robot to some people. And mm-hmm. then I got to do X, Y, and Z. I need to have the freedom to create. So you have those types. But you should know that when you hire that person and either try to talk with him or her or go go through there. Because everybody does not like I, – I could name like three photographers at the top of my head right now that hate shot lists. Never use them. Really? And they are v- wildly successful. Wildly successful. If I drop their names right here, you'll be like, oh, Wow. 
They hate shot listing. I have personal relationships with them. Yeah. I know. But then I know some photographers that are successful like me. They use shot lists. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. So it's just it's who you deal with and yeah. what you're going and what you want to deal with and or what is the outcome. You know, do the ends justify the means? And yeah, if you get what you get without the shot list, I mean, you know. And then sometimes here's the other side to that, Ashley. Sometimes there can be people that are so ingrained in every little checklist to miss everything. Yeah. They miss it's just it, it's just over it's, it's so much right. so and it's hard to tell somebody that on their wedding day because they looked at the venue they looked at that they looked at that you know where you can have you know uh paralysis by analysis you know <laughs> yeah uh, 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 uh yeah you're looking for a ring and 10 reasons not to get this shape ring or that you know you can talk yourself out of anything there's yeah. cons with everything i mean it's a it's a it's a blessing but it can be a curse as well because it's like the curse of knowledge we know things as vendors that we know that can happen, but, but we have to give it to the public and, and give it in a way that works. So, but I'm sorry, I don't want to get off the tangent, but no, that's just no. my stream of yeah. consciousness with this because I'm very passionate about this because order is a good thing because mm-hmm. um, I mean, just a, a sidebar, I was, unfortunately I was, I was taking pictures at a funeral not too long ago and I never really take pictures at a funeral. But one thing I told the family when I showed them the pictures, because they wanted things to go a certain way. And I said, you know what? Weddings have rehearsals. Guess what? Funerals never have rehearsals. Right. You think about that. Yeah. So if I put a TikTok video out there and say, you know what? I have taken funeral photography and there's some people consider because there's some people like Chip, man, my loved one died and I wanted just the whole essence of the day. I wish yeah. I would have thought about that. And I'll put a TikTok video about things to consider about a funeral photography that may do well. I don't mm-hmm. know. I've never done it. I'm just have this thought because people don't think about every little thing because like I said, weddings have an order. Yeah. But other events don't have order because exactly. funerals are not planned clearly. Right. At all. <laughs> so, so, so things can get out of order really quickly. And I saw some things get out of order. Same things with wedding and you know, weddings have a timeline and mm-hmm. have a plan and weddings, as you know, can get wildly out of order, even oh, with yeah. a plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for so. sure. Yeah. And Oh, that video would definitely do really, really well because <laughs> People, too, don't even think about funeral photography. At all. But that's the one time probably the majority of the family and the group of Yeah. Like, it's weddings and funerals. Like Yeah, yeah. And for some families, it's more funerals than it is weddings. Where, like, my grandma passed away uh, May 21. And the fact that, like, people flying in from all parts of the country just because it's like... Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be there for my grandma or I'm going to be there for my auntie or I'm going to be there for my friend that I haven't seen. And, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no guest list for that. There's no, you know, worry about that. I mean, maybe a repass list, but there's no, you know, (laughs) you know, but there, there, there are things. But my point is that there are things that have lists and things that can have order. Then there are other things like a wedding shower, like a baby shower shot list. There are things that you just don't, you don't know what you don't know. And we as vendors do this all the time and we see things. So it's incumbent upon us to either put that information out there, which is great for TikTok because nobody, you know, thinks about a wedding shower. I've done a lot of wedding showers. I've never had a shot list given to me. 
So now what I'm doing, I'm creating a shot list for wedding showers or bridal mm-hmm. showers. I, but until last weekend, I never did it. So that's a content creation kind of thing that people have to know that creates a better experience. I'm all about customer experience. If you know me, I want customer experience. I want five-star experience from the time you sign a contract to the time that you get your photos and your videos. And if that helps with that, I'm I'm all for it. I love that. I was just talking to um, a friend earlier today about experience and how some don't, like some vendors do not care. They will give you the end result. And that's what you pay for. But then there are some vendors that do actually care about the overall experience. So for that to always just kind of be in your mind, like, what is something I can do to elevate <laughs> like this time that you're going through and the relationship you're going to have with me as a trusted vendor? I absolutely love that. But speaking, going kind of going back a little bit to what you were saying about like, even with the wedding shower shot list and the ideas and the things that you think about when it comes to whether it's uh, the vendor content creator or like the bride content creator, are you noticing that like there are some that just kind of go with the status quo? Cause I feel like in the content creator space overall, not even just weddings or what have you just content creator, TM influencers, all of that. A lot of it feels very redundant, meaning the type of videos you're seeing, the type of posts that are being put out. And so are you noticing that as well, even in like maybe the wedding content creator space? Like, are you feeling as if that maybe brides and the vendors are feeling as if like, I have to do these I have to get these type of videos or I have to get these type of, you know, moments because I'm hoping that's going to go viral. Because I feel like that's really the end goal for a lot of this is like someone sees what I did, basically. Um, what were your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's it's still fairly new. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, as a paid situation, it's probably new, but people have been creating content for a long time on weddings, right? Um, yeah. Filming behind the scenes. I'm quite sure for your wedding, yes, somebody filming behind the scenes mm-hmm. or either just posting it on their own page. Um, yes, of course, it all can run run together. It can look Similar, kind of like if you're looking for a restaurant, you go on TikTok, you see the same thing. The shot of the door open, the shot of the food, the <laughs> shot of the bar, a voiceover, the funny text over the restaurant. You know what I mean? You see yeah. kind of if, if and, and you did a funny TikTok the other, the other the other day. I saw that. It says you really haven't seen everything, but it's what you've seen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen everything. So I can't <laughs> say I've seen everything. Right. right. But I've seen enough. Right. Right. <laughs> what I've been exposed to. So that's why I was like, what? I've been exposed to Ashley because <laughs> I haven't seen everything. If you haven't seen that TikTok, please link that in the show notes. Please, my God, it is, it'll set some people free right now. Don't link that in the show notes. Uh, shameless plug for Ashley. She didn't even know I was going to say that. See, I watch your stuff, Ashley. I watch your stuff. I watch your stuff, <laughs> and I listen to the podcast. So, um, so what I've seen in the space is that yes, a lot of stuff is. Uh, what I've seen and what I've been experiencing, a lot of stuff has kind of looked the same, but, mm-hmm. but of course the dress, we see the dances, we, we, we see the, 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 what does really well when a male, uh, a groom or somebody like that cries or a good singer celebrity comes through. Right. Um, I was watching, um, on TikTok and on, um, 
VH1. A guy I follow, his name is Pastor Keon and Shawnee, Shaq's ex-wife. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw their, you saw their wedding and mm-hmm. beautiful. And I saw the Isley brothers there, whatever, singing. So that right. was a content creation that they put out. And they put that out on their own time. So I see people, especially celebrities, mm-hmm. or putting stuff out on their own time. Or if a celebrity photographer uh, does something, has their team put things out on the same time. So, yeah, um, it's all going to look similar a little bit, but it's going to put people's own spin on it. Yeah. So I think what's going to separate, you know, the women from the girls and boys from the men are what kind of spin and what kind of spin are you going to put on it? And can I rely on your things to be consistent and don't miss. They're photographers and content creators that I can count on that I know when they get their stuff, they do a certain way and the style that I'm attracted to. It's kind of like um, if I like a certain show on Netflix or if I like a certain style on HGTV or a certain show, you know? And I think that's where people are going to separate themselves because they'll have their own niche of of, of viewers, especially in that space, whether it be something as easy as, um, like for instance, I, I've been doing a few Ethiopian weddings. It could be Nigerian mm-hmm. weddings. It could be F- Indian weddings, or it could be same sex weddings. You know, whatever that specialty is, and even yeah. if you don't have a specialty, it could be a style. So I, I see it coming. It's 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 here, and 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 I know that I'm probably missing so much because there's so much content being created. All the time. And and when you look, when we say somebody's a full-time content creator or content creator, there's a little snarky thing we hear. We're like, oh boy, here's another one. You know, I mean, there's a whole nother. It's kind of like right. somebody calling himself a photographer who has an entry-level camera. We see this all the time. You know, yeah. no, I'm serious. We see this all the time. We're like, oh boy, here comes another live one that's going to be in our way <laughs> at the wedding. You know? So now we hear, we get, now in photographers, we think, oh my God, we got content creators, Ashley. They're going to be on our way and it's going to be everybody already had their cell phones out. Now mm-hmm. we have that. So either we're going to work with them, find ways to integrate them in because they're not going anywhere. Or, yeah. you know, we got to find our way out of this industry. because, <laughs> And I don't think everybody wants to be viral. I mean, I'm thinking about True. my wedding. True. I wouldn't, you know, when I get you know, married again, I don't. I'm not against having a content creator at all. Neither will my fiance be. But what she will say is that we don't want them. You know, I have guidelines and I want them to work with a photographer and be in one accord with the videographer and photographer. Because I don't want to see somebody with a cell phone on my first dance hovering around. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want that. But that's because I know videography and I know order. You you understand what I'm saying? So I know I want people to work together. And it's not a competition. And that's why I told you before, people like booking one photographer and videographer because I've been in the industry long enough to see photographers and videographers, that's a whole other podcast, that go at each other's heads Mm -hmm. to get shots. And they're upset because somebody's in my shot and vice versa. But we're all working for you, the couple. Exactly. I was going to ask you, how do you think that they can work together? Because I can just imagine for some, like... Yeah, I'm not taking you seriously. I'm not seeing you as a real vendor. So I'm not including you on the vendor list. And I'm not, you know, like sharing that this is the photographer, this is the videographer. Or if they reach out, I'm not responding to that. Yeah. You know, yeah, like I mean, it, it's it's a mindset shift. It's going to be hard. Like I said, it's not going to be easy because, like I said, when I think about it, <laughs> if I have another person that's going to be in my, if I'm thinking about from this 
mindset where another person is going to be in my way. Mm-hmm. And it, because here's the thing, I'm paid by the couple to get certain shots. And if a content creator, i.e. or a guest or somebody else is in the way and I miss a shot, a first dance, that's on me. Yeah. And the content creator gets their shot. So I don't want it to be the survival of the fittest. But I think it just talk, starts with communication. I think it starts with communication. Because if I find out the day of and I try to get your instructions or anything. So the smart photographers are doing this, Ashley. Mm-hmm. They are going right now. And the videographers are saying, you know what? We will bring that person on our team and we will either hire them because if they're under my fold, I can control what happens mm-hmm. with them. Right. If, they're, uh, if they're out there just in the wild, I won't say the wild, but just out there, yeah. out there, <laughs> you know, I don't have much control over that. And therefore, things can go awry. And you don't want that. You don't want to be fighting over China and have for a bad experience because if you have a bad experience, then you won't get what you have paid for. You know, so I'm thinking that if a conversation can be had first and then if the photographer, which I know some photographers because I posted this in some Facebook groups and some other groups, uh, that article that I saw uh, that I did green screen on, mm-hmm. that they already have those people in the fold that can do that, mm-hmm. that can do the content creation. And it comes with a package or they can do it for a very nominal fee because it's bundled in with some other stuff. That's where I'm thinking like vendors are going to thrive. And for me, I was also expecting like, cause I feel like the end of last year, we start to see kind of like a tick up in articles around this subject. Um, just because, you know, people are doing their 23 predictions and what trends they're seeing and all of that stuff. But I just felt like, one, I think wedding trend articles are never about like black weddings. So I They're not. Ever. I usually just take it with <laughs> a grain of salt. But with that, I'm like, I can really see black wedding vendors kind of struggle to fully adapt to this. And yeah. I feel like it won't be until probably the back half of 23 when we start to see some at that as a service, whether it's they hire someone to just kind of do that, you know, like, and maybe it's an add on because it's like, Hey, you already, you know, you already got the photography package or you already got the photo videography package. We're also including that because prior to this, we get highlight reels at the end, right? Like we get the sneak peeks and we get the highlight reel. And for the most part, and it infuriates me every time the highlight reel is not in the right proportions. So I want to upload it as a story or I want to upload it as a video to Instagram. And it is 16 by nine instead of nine by 16. And that just, you know, Mm -hmm. but now, um, yeah. And are, we have to talk to, but actually we, somebody interrupted, but we have to talk as vendors to clients to say, you in your contract, you get a 16 by nine and a nine by 16. So that's what I do. I can show you right now. I have on my desktop, I have a nine by 16 and a 16 by nine version. When we do editing for videos, that's what we deliver. We deliver two versions of, and it's not usually the same video. So it's not like we squinch it up. So that's the thing. That's exactly what I was that, about we don't, to say. We don't squinch the, vi- squeeze the video up. But now, of course, you pay extra for that. So that's right. an extra right. fee. So you have to understand if you want more, not you, but they want more, you yeah, have to yeah. pay a little bit more for that. But if you want to just squeeze up, whatever, you could do that. But I'm saying if you want a totally new video, totally new experience, 
that's different. You can have that. For sure. And I've thought about just like videos I've seen where even if they do it nine by 16, it's like they took the exact same video and didn't even like cut. So then you see like the groom is cut off or the bride is cut off or you can't really see because then the camera panned, which is now out of view in this yeah. now, like with this ratio. So, uh, yeah, that yeah. we talk technical, but it makes yeah. sense. But we want an experience, a good experience on a mobile phone. And then if you're watching it on your smart TV, widescreen, 1080 or 4K, we want a great experience on both. Now, will it be exactly? No, but you've seen these videos. They work. And in the contracts now. I tell people that. That's what I'm doing that for the wedding shower. I just did. I, I in the contract I said we'll do a widescreen and then we'll have the nine by sixteen, sixteen by nine. So yeah. If you tell people up front, the biggest thing with this stuff is communication, right? For sure. I want to say and, and 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 our vendors and including me, I'm putting myself in this case because I'm gonna be a vendor and a client again. But mm-hmm. we have to communicate what we want. Put it in writing, sign off on it, and if they don't deliver, then that's where we have. That's what contracts are for, right? That's what contracts. Before I came on a podcast, I signed off on something to say I would be on the podcast. It's very professional. I knew what I was doing. I knew I was getting into. Yeah. So it was no no secrets. So why can't we do that with things we're paying thousands of dollars for? Exactly. (laughs) You know. Or even free, because that they even, you know, or even free, if it's a free content, at least let me know that it's free and let me sign like a, a Microsoft Word document for, for four lines or something like that, saying what I'm going to get Completely. on the date. So, but I think it's happening. People are moving their way, but I agree the trends are going to, we're going to see this at the end of 2023, but I predict in 2024, more people and, and more people are getting onto this. And it's going to be younger people. I'm talking about 21, 22. Yes. Um, I, have a, I have a 16-year-old daughter. She may be interested in doing this in a few years. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when her, when she's of age to be married, I'm quite sure, you know, whenever she gets married, I guarantee she's going to have a content creator. Oh, for sure. Positive. <laughs> it is going to be a go-to vendor, just like having a photographer, having a venue. Like, you're going to have a content creator. Do yeah. you think that the content creator will surpass the videographer? Like, it'll just get to a point where they're like, nope, just give it to me in these micro doses. I'm hoping not because I think that the videography is is needed. It's an yeah. art and a science to it. Uh, the people have trained. Um, I'm hoping not. I want to say it will take some things from some videographers, but I don't think that telling a story, it's like, it, it, it's really like, say Netflix has re- replaced movie theaters. Uh, mm-hmm. Have movie theaters gone out of business? Uh, some of them, but people, even Still after pandemic, people go, go yeah. to the movies. Has yeah. Netflix and HBO Max curbed down some movie theaters? Mm, probably a little bit, but really, when you want to see the movies, you want to go, you know, you want to go see the movie and then see it in the big screen and, 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 and regardless. So I don't think that they will ever totally replace them. I think it will curve down. It would, it will be like the Netflix effect, you mm-hmm. know, will it go down a little bit? Of course, but yeah. will it be extinct. No, mm-hmm. I hope not. Oh. I, I think videography mm-hmm. is just so like when we got our videos back, it just brings you back to that day. Yes. Where, like, you where pictures don't... can't do that. In, right. And I can't even yeah. imagine, like, I mean, we had folks that are like, yeah, we film reception and, you know, different parts and stuff like that. And getting those videos, it's cool to see it from their perspective, but it wasn't 
the same, same as like watching yeah. a nine minute clip of yeah. our entire day all over again. Like yeah. that just that gives you it's yeah. uh, it's emotional. Like yeah. it it hits yeah. different. <laughs> and then and, and then when your children and twenty years from now, thirty years from now, your grandchildren, exactly. you know, you know, our grandparents didn't have that. You know what I mean? My grandparents, when they right. got married, they didn't have a video. They barely had photos that they could show us. You know, they may have some, but it's right. in a book somewhere. We had to dig them up. But right. now, 20, 30 years from now, you can show your children and their grandchildren, hey, this is what happened when mommy and daddy got married in 2018, 2019, you know? And and this is how it looked back then. Exactly. So I'm, when I'm whenever I'm shooting, I'm not shooting for 2023. I'm shooting for 2028 and beyond. I'm talking five to eight years out. Because mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about what people will want. And, 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 you know, most people where we are now, we have more days, you know, behind us than ahead of us. You know what I mean? Right. So we just, we just want to make sure that we capture these moments because you just never know. I mean, really? you just never, ever know how many people don't make it to 2023. And we want to capture those things and not play games. This is people's livelihoods. This is their yeah. life. And these are moments that families, may never get back together. And this happened to me many times where I've taken pictures and I get calls as, hey, can you send this picture because so-and-so auntie did this, or that, you know? And mm-hmm. that's the last time. So I think these content creators are important. It's just another way that we could document and get it. Yeah, it can be a little weird and, 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 <laughs> and, and, and different. And I know it's, it's, but I'm from the mindset of if it's going to help us document it, I'm all for it. And as long as it's done in decency and order, let's do it well. And yeah. let's have some guidance. And, and, and yes, it's going to be a little messy at first. It's going to be messy. But guess yeah. what? We can, we can make it better. We can make it better. For sure. All right. So because the content creator thrives online, thrives on social media, and we've discussed before, um, imposter syndrome, which is huge and is definitely something that takes place while you're planning a wedding. It can rather. Um, How do you think that content creation will influence imposter syndrome? Ooh, that's a deep question, man. This can make it, (laughs) actually, this can probably, unfortunately, make it worse. I mean, we, we unfortunately, um, because, you know, everybody, um, and 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 I'm just coming from coming from two sections here, as a vendor and then as a client. As a vendor, we're like, okay, yeah, you want this? This is great. But then as a client, you're like, oh my god, I know what this costs. I know to have this 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 you know tr- yeah. thing of flowers all around or hanging from the ceiling or you know the rounds and and their live flowers and live you know you know, bands and stuff. We know everything will cost. Mm -hmm. So then we're counting people's coins and we're like, what do they do for a living? And (laughs) you know, we're like, what do they do? Let me look them up on LinkedIn. You know, right? (laughs) we're all there, doctor. That's why. Seriously, I promise you, I promise you, you know, there's another TikTok for you. You know, stop counting people's coins, right? (laughs) When you, when you find out, when you look at their wedding, you go, you look at that coins, you're like, okay, let me see. But it, uh-huh. it, it will. Uh, it's going to be up to us. I mean, mental health is a real thing. So uh-huh. we have to live within our means and spend within our means. And 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 there are some things and venues 
And um, just looking at venues and looking at prices, and we know what the average is. So it can be discouraging to some because, because here's the thing. And this is what I tell people all the time in photography. And this is how it is with weddings and any really any high-end event. Your, your taste is better than what you can produce when you're first starting out, okay, as a photographer. I have great taste in, 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 in food, but I'm not a chef. So mm-hmm. I can try to cook, but I can't cook really well. So the only way for me to become like that world-class chef is to do what? Cook a volume of food. Yeah. So my taste in weddings is like, oh, God, God, I love this. But my budget says, my beer budget says I can't <laughs> afford that, right? But right. my taste is better. So right. what do I do other than, you know, get a new job, mortgaging my house or doing something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Selling my soul, doing whatever I got to do. Going, because there are people, unfortunately, are going into heck of debt for weddings. And, yeah. and, 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 and it's just not with the economy or recessions. I mean, on the vendor side, it's, it's good for, for, for us because in 2020, we took major hits. Right. But now I'm seeing three years later that people are still a little cautious and price conscious now. Yeah. And imposter syndrome is, is real because it's hitting a lot. People are downloading these TikTok videos. Friends are sitting, oh, you should do this. You should do this. You should do right. this. This cost. You know, actually, everything yeah. costs. It everything. seriously does. There's no, no one gives you anything for free. And if they do, you got to question it if something's wrong with it. You know <laughs> what I mean? You do. You just do. What's the catch? If it is for free, yes. what's the catch? Yes. What's the catch? So imposter syndrome reigns yeah. supreme. So what I want to say to people is, if you listen to this, stay focused on what you can do. If you got to do a micro-wedding... Yes, some people don't want a courthouse one day. I get that. I totally get that. Do a restaurant. Do something that you can afford. Do a reception. I did just recently um, a reception for people um, just at a restaurant, a a, a mid-grade restaurant in the Washington, D.C. area, and they did their vows in a nice uh, hotel suite downtown. Was it a big venue? No. It was 10 people in the hotel suite. Yeah, and it was was fine, but that's what they could afford. Yeah. And, and will it be on TikTok viral? No. Will it be on a bridal magazine? No. Well, you know, yeah. I, I mean, will the pictures go viral? I don't, those aren't my customers. I don't want people coming to me. Chip, you didn't submit my stuff to this publication. I want to go viral. I'm not your guy. That's somebody else that you want. I'm, I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah. I used to want to be that guy. And there's nothing wrong if you are that guy or girl. I don't say anything wrong. Yeah, but yeah. I just know my customer and this imposter syndrome is a real thing. And people are, are really have to this comparison trap and on the vendor side too. So especially on the, on the, on the bride and groom side. Agree a thousand percent. I think we can also get so caught up in like what someone else is doing and forget that like, it's literally about two people. <laughs> All this other stuff does not matter. You can have a nine tier cake or you can have cupcakes. It doesn't matter. You know, like. Yeah. People want the cake with the sword. Let me have the sword and then let me, you know. (laughs) How many times have you seen that? Yeah. The cake with the sword. That's not a real anyway, but it's just for the magnificent of it. But guess what? After we see that sword cake, we're moving on to somebody else's sword cake. Exactly. Because someone else is going to find a way to outdo that. Yes. And then that's going to be the thing everyone's going to. I saw a video where they made it like a nine foot tall cake. And the cake comes from the floor. 
floor comes from the ceiling. I've seen the cake come up from the ashes from the from the ceiling or whatever. No, I'm serious. Yeah. What has happened has happened. We see people come in on on a trapeze. I mean, I mean, it's <laughs> right, just right. whatever it is. It, here's the thing: whatever you want, there's somebody willing to do it, and you can pay for it. If you want to come in on a giraffe on your wedding day, <laughs> they could probably somebody. There's probably a vendor that can make that happen somewhere. For you know sure. what I mean? <laughs> you can make that happen. Exactly. Uh, 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 so I think that we have to live in our means and, and knowing where we are mentally to yeah. say, hey, it's okay. And we can go forward. And also, I think just a quick message I want to put out there for anyone that's listening. If your video or if your wedding doesn't go viral, that does not diminish the value of your wedding or your relationship. Right. You know, right. like there's algorithms at play. There's the, there's so many things that could contribute to why it did not go viral, but that doesn't mean a single thing because you've seen stuff for way less go viral, right? Like it could be a video about a dog, like chasing its own tail that could get 5.3 million views. But this is something that's very special to you. So just, I, I just want mm-hmm. people to remember, like this, all the other stuff is just auxiliary. It's just extra. It's it's cute. But all right. So my final question mm-hmm. is: saying all that we've said, how do you see this impacting the industry moving forward? Meaning publications, meaning like media, and how we consume weddings. Well, it's from two points of view, because like I said, from the vendor point of view, I think it's going to help us for vendors because um, TikTok is already, there's a whole thing and you can do a search on TikTok right now. If you type TikTok SEO for search engine optimization, if you're a vendor, TikTok is showing results are showing up in Google right now. Okay. Videos are showing. That's why YouTube is pushing shorts all the time. So Mm. for vendors, it's really these short form videos, these vertical videos, they can be embedded. How many times do you go to a website that you see a TikTok that's embedded in the website content, the blog? A lot, right, Ashley? A lot. You see it. So the SEO is happening for it. So for vendors, this is another opportunity for you to have your stuff out there. And if you're not using it, you're you're losing, and I and I think that I think especially people who've been in a game like me a longer time, they get scared because they don't know what to do. Listen, yeah. I had my 16 year old daughter teach me TikTok. I'm telling you, you know, <laughs> like she she taught me what I needed to know. She sat me in a car. I was taking her to school one day. We sat in the car after school, and we spent about 15 to 20 minutes. And my first TikTok that I did was her on it. If I scroll all the way to the end of it, I promise you, she's the one that showed me. And I said, you know what? I didn't really understand it until a child showed me. But once she showed me, I got it. And I understand. Now I'm hooked because it gets so so much stuff that I love. It's on there even more than Instagram, even more than Instagram, because the For You page just has that. So I think for vendors, for content creators, it's a boom. You can do it for for clients, for people. It's a thing that you can use for research. You you, you know um, now it's Gen Z. I see I see stats are saying that now when people are looking for restaurants, they're not going to Google. They're going to TikTok. They're looking for places to eat. We go even me and my girlfriend now. We go online and I booked a restaurant for us to eat in DC the other day, strictly on TikTok because I saw 
the, 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 the brunch menu and I saw what people yeah. had. I read the comments. I didn't even read any Google reviews. Yeah. I went straight there. Exactly. So even people in my age bracket and older are going to TikTok and looking at stuff. If they're not, the kids are. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be here and it's going, it's not going anywhere. And yeah, it may be banned on government phones and other stuff. But my biggest thing, a short form, 30 second to maybe three minute videos are the wave of the future. And if people are vendors and, and, and don't get a wave of it, guess what? Mm-hmm. Then they're going to be irrelevant. I really believe that. For sure. For sure. I agree. I'm hoping I'm, I'm excited. Honestly, I think it's going to provide also a level of diversity and just seeing how people are different because I think some of that is what thrives too. Like some of those videos that do go viral or may come across your for you page is like someone that did not do the same old, same old someone that's like, this is what we were intentional about. Um, and I just love how that's going to provide another level of diversity, especially because, as you know, like the industry by large is extremely white. And so sometimes black brides, black couples, black people don't feel seen, don't see themselves brown people, you know, the the others. Right. Like all of us, we see we don't always see ourselves. So I feel like this is another opportunity where maybe they can. Um, but. I appreciate that. Do you have anything else, any parting words before we transition into like the vendor part? Well, I just want to say people to stay encouraged vendors. I want you to embrace the future, embrace what's coming down the pike. 10 years ago, the wedding industry looks a lot different than what it looks today. And 10 years from now, we have a chance to influence what it can look like. Mm. And your mark should be left on there. And for people who are looking for vendors, Keep on pushing our vendors to do what you want, yeah. to push the envelope it's, and, and and not to become viral, but to capture those special moments. And if it becomes viral, that's a bonus. But yeah. it's never about the virality of it. It's more about the love that you share about your day and how you can have that same type of love. I'm very blessed to get a second chance, you know what I mean, at this. So I see it from both angles now, Ashley. I see mm-hmm. it from a, a vendor side point. Now I see it from a future client standpoint where that I want my love to be captured. That's all I want. If it goes viral and it blesses somebody, that's great. But guess what? If 15 people hit the like button, I'm okay with that. Yeah. If 1,500 people hit the like button, I'm okay with that as well. And it doesn't matter to me because I'm going to be with the love of my life. And that is the most important thing right now to me. I love that. It's so true. So true. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. And I have, like I said, I'm I'm going from both ends just because I'm going to be in the market to hire vendors. And so, and I am a vendor. So it's, it's a weird kind of thing to be, but But I can speak from both sides. Yeah. And that that gives you more perspective. I feel like you can also gauge vendors probably a lot better because you know, you know what's good and you know what isn't good. I do. But it's hard because I'm not hard to work with, but it's harder because I, because my fiance, my future fiance, she's going to look at me for guidance for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I want us to make decisions together because I already know and it's hard even finding a venue because I shot at so many venues that say yeah. oh, I don't like that venue because of this I don't like that venue because of that and this and this and this and this and this so she doesn't bring a lot of stuff that she finds on TikTok to me mm-hmm. unless I find it and we find it together and 
Yeah. So that's one challenge. So because I've shot over the years so many places. That's yeah. why I kind of wanted a Caribbean wedding. But that's we're still figuring out what kind of intimate wedding do. we're going to have. We're going to have an intimate wedding, but we're not when it's not going to be anything that's thing, anything great. Now we're going to move into our wedding vendor love. This is the segment where we get to show love to our favorite vendors and we encourage everyone to do this every single episode. So Chip, who are you shouting out this week? Wow, this is an honor. I'm so glad that you all do this. Well, first of all, before I shout these three businesses out, I want to say that um, there are three uh, ladies. And mm-hmm. if it weren't for black women, I probably would not be in business. Mm-hmm. So I know that for sure, especially with the support, with the love, with the, the the money, just everything. As a black yeah. man in a wedding space, without black women, I would not even have have anything. So these are three women I feel that are on the rise, that are doing things in the DMV area. I'm in the DMV area, so I'm going to shout out people locally here. The first person I'm going to shout out, two people are wedding planners. Our first one is named Cheryl Yadam. She's a wedding planner, Lotus Event Management. She's in Washington, D.C. She's not only a friend, but she's a great planner. And and I think that she deserves to be shouted out because it's, she is on the rise. I've seen her work that she's done. The second wedding planner I want to shout out, her name is Jennifer Gartley. She's out of the Baltimore area. I've worked with her many times. Mm-hmm. Excellent planner. And she also does a great job, not only with timelines and just making sure everything runs smoothly. And if you don't have a planner, you need a planner for a wedding. I'm, tr- I'm telling you, it's just Works so much better. And, and you can give some of that weight to the planner. Third person, our sister duo, they're out of Woodbridge, Virginia. Um, they're called Class and Style Productions. They're veterans. They work there. They're unashamedly my mentees, former mentees, but they're excellent. I've seen their business grow. I see the attention, the detail that they do. And and these are people that are rising. They may not be known. They may not have millions of followers, may not have thousands of Instagram followers, but guess what? They have a lot of heart and these women are really doing it. And black women rock, black girls rock. And, you know, as a father of three daughters, I just want to see everybody to succeed, especially our black women. I love that. Oh, that was so sweet, Chip. <laughs> That was so nice. You're a girl dad. I didn't realize Yes, that. three girls. Three girls. They're teenagers. They're all teenagers now. Oh, that's Woo. fun. Yes, twins. I have twins. And Aww. then uh, my twin girls are teenage 14 and 16. So Aww. 14 to 16. So, yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, I'll be hopefully be, be walking a few of them down the aisle. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. Yes, um, yes, yes. Ashley, who would you like to shout out this week? I would like to shout out a catering company based in Salt Lake City called Makaya Caters. If you are looking for a caterer in Utah, more specifically, if you are looking for Haitian cuisine in Utah for your wedding or any special event that you were having, please look up Makaya Caters. Makaya Caters is found on Instagram at Makaya Caters, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right, but that's M-A-K-A-Y-A-C-A-T-E-R-S, or go to basically MakayaCaters.com, also found on Facebook. Tania, who are you shouting out this week? This week, I'm shouting out Royal Luxury Events, and this is owned by... Anna and her husband, Jos or Joss, um, they're both located in the Houston area. They are expert in 
American, Lebanese, Moroccan, Nigerian, Indian, Arab, and Vietnamese weddings. They can honestly do it all. And so if you are looking into having that luxury, lush event, please look them up. Again, her name is Anna, um, and she is a lead designer. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter. And you can also find them at royalluxuryevents.com. Well, Chip, where can people find you if they want to know more, if they want to follow you? Sure. Sure. Just Chip Dizard. You can find me on TikTok. That's C-H-I-P-D-I-Z-1-Z-A-R-D. And on Instagram. And Chip Dizard Weddings. If you just type my name on the interwebs or on Beyonce's internet, you'll find me. (laughs) And and without a comfort challenge, but you'll find me on Beyonce's internet. Well, now it's Rihanna's internet for a couple (laughs) of weeks. (laughs) So we'll see how that works out. But I'm just so grateful to have a career and do what I love. And um, I'm very, very fortunate and blessed. And hopefully you can just hear my excitement through this podcast. And Ashley, thank you because your podcast is excellent and it's done in the spirit of excellence, you and uh, Tania. Tania, you're doing a great job. And I want to say when I see sisters and doing things and, and doing things that are excellent, we have to affirm each other, right? We got to affirm each other and we have to support each other. And I'm going to affirm you and I support you. And I want to make sure that the other people hear this and know that you all are doing this in the spirit of excellence. Thank you so much. And likewise, this, what it started out as and what it's grown to be has just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's been so great. I mean, honestly, the opportunity to talk to so many entrepreneurs and really meeting with different brides and just people in general as they're planning their weddings or as they've navigated certain experiences and showing up for each other, you know, putting a little bit of representation out there. I just absolutely love it. So thank you so much. I'm Um, so glad, 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 glad. I want y'all to go to find.huidu.com and look at our vendor list. Everyone that we've shouted out for the entire three plus years that we've been on air, everything's there. Yes. And not only are all of the vendors we've ever shouted out are on there, all of the wedding vendors we've had on as guests are on there as well. So you can find more information about them and their lovely vendor services on find.huidu.com. And don't forget to leave us a review, follow us on social, you know, we're Hue I Do Wed everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest. I'm sure I'm missing one, but basically if you're there, we're there.